travel much, because I didn't growing up, and I've never really taken vacations. Mm -hmm. um, and the few times that I have taken vacations, it's already been sort of pre-planned and packaged and never with the time or the freedom to kind of drive around and see parts of the country. Right. So where all did you go? Well, started from Memphis. Uh, ended up leaving a day early, which, as you know, <laughs> made recording a little bit of a trick. Because <laughs> we were going to leave at about 3 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And we decided that 14-plus hours driving on Tuesday might not be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> might not be the best start to a vacation. <laughs> uh, so we decided to break that up into two days and uh, stopped in Dallas for the first night. Yeah. How was Dallas? Yep. Dallas, you know, because it was last minute, we really didn't have anything planned, really didn't have a lot of time to see Dallas, mm -hmm. but it seemed pretty cool. We left early enough that we could get there and check out, like, right downtown, they've got a huge farmer's market. Right. And uh kind of wanted to see that, but we got there, and it was winter hours, and the place is essentially a ghost town. Huh. <laughs> so we didn't, we you know, we just kind of bar hopped a little bit. We found our hotel. Uh, we went to an In-N-Out Burger because I didn't know they had them this far east. Yeah. Surprisingly terrible. Uh, <laughs> I, I've had it once before. I made it one of my, one of my life goals the one time I went to San Francisco. And at the time, I was very impressed. I thought it was amazing. Uh, and I, now I'm questioning that earlier judgment. <laughs> was so, it really that good or was I just, you know, so hyped about it that it overwhelmed anything else? I don't know. What was it? What, what was so bad about it exactly? Well, so here's the first thing. I, maybe I wasn't in the right mindset because I wasn't super hungry when I went there. Uh -huh. I was like, yeah, I mean, I could eat. I could always eat. I'm kind of, you know, <laughs> I'm never not going to eat if there's food in front of me, but, but you know, we, we really went more because it was there than because we were real hungry. Mm -hmm. So we went there. The burgers we had were decent, but the fries were god-awful. They were dry, unsalted, unflavorful. It was the most like cardboard a French fry has ever tasted to me. Huh. I don't know if they were just old and stale. I don't know what the issue was. They were busy enough that I would not expect you would get stale fries. Right. But I don't know. They were just not good. So, um... What's one of your favorite burgers? Just put it that way. Put it in perspective. Well, I mean, I have a few. It, it really, to me, depends on the style. Yeah. So for me, if you're saying what's the best tasting fast food style burger, I would say Five Guys. That's that's a very good assumption. That's a very good pick. But I don't know that that's necessarily the best hamburger ever. It's yeah. just like if you want that style of hamburger, I think that's the best. Right. And then I think – my best sort of fancier burger that I've ever had is a, a place in Chicago called Etno's. Etno's. I remember I had prosciutto and goat cheese, I think, on top of my burger. So yes. it was it was somewhat fancy topping-wise as far as burgers go. Mm -hmm. But the whole thing was amazing. And I, if I had to pick one, that's probably, I would say, the best one that I've ever had. Hmm. Huh. Although, I mean, that Chicago's really where most of my options were. So the, I, I would say there's one other place that I would say has the best burger I ever had if you're saying it's the best backyard barbecue-style burgers. Right. And 
Oddly, it has a name similar to Etno's. It was Edzo's. Edzo's. I think they're completely unrelated, but, you know, I had that burger. People had hyped it up a lot, and I'm like, this is very good. But it's so much different than these other burgers that I would also call the best in their respective types. (laughs) Yeah, the... uh... They, it's it's weird for me because growing up in small town stuff, you you, you kind of find your favorite, basically your dives that you go to. Yeah. Um, and in my hometown here, we have this place called Huck's Cafe. Now Huck's Cafe has been around for years and years. I think it was it it, it was originally called the Greasy Spoon. Uh, back in the fifties. Good diving name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the in the fifties, my dad used to go there when he was a kid. Um, and then they turned into Huck's Cafe because obviously the guy named Huck took it over uh, back in the late sixties, I believe. Now Huck's son runs it. Um, and Huck that's a, what's that now? Huck Junior. Huck Junior. Yeah, I don't think his name's Huck. I think his name's Terry actually. But um, that's a pretty good burger. Uh, I don't. I don't mind it. Every time we say, "Hey, go to Huck's," yeah, yeah, let's go to Huck's. Um, but there, there was a place and it was never, I was a kid. And to me, I think it's partly nostalgia, but I think it's partly, mm. I think it's partly, um, I, I, I genuinely think it was the best burger I ever tasted was actually a place called Waters Cafe. And it was in my hometown of commerce. Um, okay. my, it, it was, it, my family knew the waters, it, it, you know, it's, I can't remember what the person's name was. The last name was waters. And I remember, when I was a kid going there and getting a burger and it was fucking amazing. You know, my daddy'd always joke, he said, that's cause they spit in it really good. And there's some <laughs> bullshit like that. But, uh, they made a really good burger and there is a, um, there's a place which, I mean, if you ever come to Georgia, Oh, I will be. There are two places. There's one in Atlanta and there's one in Athens, which is really close to me. In fact, I live in Athens for a little while. We're right outside of Athens. And it's I'm called, looking at it on a map right now. It's called the Varsity. Now, the I think Var- you've mentioned this before, actually. I have mentioned the Varsity. The Varsity is basically the quintessential place to go whenever you're in the Athens or possibly even the Atlanta area. Um, it is a burger joint. Um, possibly some of the greasiest shit you'll ever eat. <laughs> um, your stomach will hate you in the morning. Um, but it is some of the best tasting stuff you'll ever eat. Uh, they have chili cheeseburgers where they put chili on a cheeseburger. They have chili cheese dogs, all this kind of stuff. It's, it's basically everything you would imagine from a burger place. Yeah. Um, but I love those. Um, see, I don't know that I ever really had a favorite burger growing up. I don't even think I had one through college and grad school. Well, I mean, as far as like the mainstream fast food goes, I mean, I'll eat a Big Mac any day of the week. Yeah, I mean, I guess my default would be Big Mac because that is my favorite fast food burger. Yeah. But, you know, as far as somebody saying what's the burger to beat all others, I don't think I had an answer until I got out to Chicago when people started saying, you know, like, this is a city that, you know, people all over the country would come to for their food. So – if there's going to be a best burger, it's probably in Chicago. So I figured I would try a bunch of them. Yeah. Chicago, known for their pizzas, though, right? Yeah. I mean, th- there's a number of things. Yeah, burgers wouldn't be the number one thing that Chicago would be known for. But there's so many chefs and so many people and so many restaurants that 
there are fancy burger places and good burger places, although the pizza, that's a whole separate issue. I I agree with Anthony Bourdain on the No Reservations episode. You know, from from my brief opinion on it, it is good, but it ain't pizza. Okay. It's more like a casserole. Right. I've never had a Chicago-style pizza. I think I had had it once at an Uno's, and I thought it was disgusting, and then I went to Chicago, and they're pretty good there. I mean, I've had every major chain to compare them. You know, I was out there for a couple of years, so plenty of time for burgers and pizza. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, they're they're good. They're just so not what I'm used to as far as pizza goes. Yeah, we don't really have fancy pizza places around here. I mean, we have the mainstream stuff, Pizza Hut. Domino's, Papa John's, um, which I'm, yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of, of Domino's. I like Domino's. I'm torn, man. I I used to think that Domino's, I used to think that Little Caesars was great, and that I hated Domino's. And then I came down here, and the little uh, Little Caesars is terrible. Little Caesars in Chicago was terrible, and the last couple times I had Domino's, which I think were actually. The free pizzas that you get when they throw no hitters in baseball. Right. So if you have an MLB account, you can get a free medium pizza. Hmm. The first two times that there's a no hitter in the year. So I figure that's a guaranteed two times I'm going to eat Domino's in a year. And the last last year I had, I think I only had one of the two times, but it was pretty good. I was I was shocked because I I haven't been a fan of Domino's, but it was better than I remember it. Yeah, Domino's has changed their recipe in the past probably four years. And, uh, yeah, I know. That, I know they redid their crust. Yeah, but at the time I tried that when that was the new thing, and I thought it went from cardboard to buttery garlicky cardboard. <laughs> I, I like their uh, the personal, well, not the personal. It's, it's like a a pan pizza kind of. Yeah, I think that's the one I had when I got my free one, and that's the one that I thought was pretty good. Yeah, those suckers are hearty, man. You have two slices, and you're kind of full. Speaking of chain pizzas, have you tried the new Pizza Hut menu? Like I, that thing is crazy different as of what, like two months ago? Oh really? I haven't been to a Pizza Hut in probably a year. Oh, it's crazy. They've got like prosciutto, they've got spinach, they've got all these new crust flavors and toppings. Hmm. You can get breadsticks with all those crust flavors and toppings on them. Hmm. Uh I I was shocked by that too, actually. I think we just had a simple one. It was uh Spinach and chicken, maybe? Yeah. Fantastic. There you go. I'm a big fan of Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a classic. Yeah. That's what I usually get from Domino's. I'll have them. Is that your but default? That's usually my default. If I'm if I am if I'm really lazy <laughs> and I don't want to microwave something and if I don't want to cook, I will order me a Domino's personal pan pizza Hawaiian. Have it delivered. I'm out twelve bucks. I'm okay with that because <laughs> that will fill me up, and then I'll have some to take to work with me tomorrow. Yep. So I, I often plan my purchases around. Can I portion it out for a lunch or two? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, you know, I guess Georgia. I don't really know what Georgia's known for. I guess they're known for a little bit of their soul food. Which, truth be told, I'm not that big of a fan of. Really? Uh, what specifically? Yeah. I just I, I don't I don't care about it. I mean, it's like you know I'll eat it, but it's it's one of those things of 
it's it's weird. I, like, I'm not the kind of person who goes to a feast, as in like Thanksgiving means absolutely nothing to me. Th- Thanksgiving is I'll eat a plate and then I'm done. You know. Oh, so you're no get your money's worth at a buffet type of guy. I kind of am, but at the same time, I'm, I'm a slow eater. And if you ask uh, any of my friends, they they can't stand it whenever I'm <laughs> I'm with them because they're done and I'm still on my first plate. Um, I absolutely love buffet Chinese food. Yeah. I, I I know it's it's probably gonna kill me one day. And me too. That's I mean that that, that you know I, I'm a huge fan of that, even though it's not Chinese at all, probably. And you know, I don't think I've really been to a buffet in a while, but I I feel like I'm doing it wrong if I have less than four plates worth. Holy fucking shit! Especially the big ones, because I'm like, well, I gotta have a Chinese plate and an American plate, and sometimes a sushi plate, a dessert plate. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot to go around there. <laughs> Jesus, I like, I can't do that. Like, I, at the most, I'll have two plates. See, I used to plan and eat like a snake, so I wouldn't eat the day before, or you know, I might have breakfast the day before and then just build up to it. Yeah. Or maybe not eat the day after. However, I could have to compensate for it, but. Well, they they claim that if you if you're a slow eater, you get filled up faster, right? By by less portions, and I think that's true. It I is mean, most of the time that I eat like that, I'm, I feel okay by the time I finish. But give it a half hour, and holy crap, do I feel like I want to kill myself? <laughs> yes, I, I I've always been a slow eater. I don't know really know why. I mean, I like I'll watch. Like, I don't, it's weird because I've never actually watched somebody else eat with me. But I always know, wow, they're done, and I'm still eating. And and everybody's like, true, come on, man. We're ready to go. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys hold your fucking horses, all right? We used to really pick on this guy that was super slow, who would always eat with us, because he'd still be eating. Everyone else would be around, would be staring at him like they're starving wolves ready to pounce on anything he's got. <laughs> but, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. I, uh... I... I don't know. It's weird. I, I, I do a lot of – I don't cook very much. That That's one of my problems. I, I do cook every once in a while, but I do a lot of microwaving. Um, and uh, in the past couple of weeks, I have been – or actually in the month, past month or so, I have been hooked on Jose Olay things. Uh, like taquitos. And they have these things called giant nachos. Which are filled uh, with like chicken and stuff. I'm 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 well versed in taquitos, but I don't know anything about these giant nachos. Yeah, these things are like a nacho that is folded in half, and it has like chicken and cheese and stuff in the middle of it. And I usually just like take six of them, put them on a plate, heat them up in the microwave for two minutes, and that is a meal. So are they like empanadas or sort of like Mexican raviolis? Or no, no, no. They they are straight up a nacho. They're hard. Okay. But, but they have stuff inside of them. Hmm. So that's what I've been eating lately. I got a lot of taquitos. I got a lot of those nacho things. You know, and they're like six bucks for a pack. And I think a pack comes with like 12 nachos. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's, I have three, like three bucks a meal. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I do eat a lot of ramen. That's what I usually eat at work is, is like a, a, those bowls of ramen. I have very bad eating habits. I eat like I'm still in college. <laughs> and, you know, it's... 
I'm sure it's going to catch up to me. So far, I'm amazed at how how well my metabolism actually is running. Because truth be told, I'm not the skinniest guy in the world, but I'm most certainly from the what I eat, you'd think I would be gigantic, but I'm not. So, like I said, I'm I'm pushing thirty, so I'm sure I'll have to slow down eventually, or actually start cooking. So. And I always yeah. tell myself whenever I go to the grocery store, let me buy stuff to cook. And then I get to the grocery store, I'm like, all right, two bags of Doritos and some <laughs> little Debbie cakes. Yeah, we're good. So. All right, so Dallas. You went to Dallas. All right, by the way, I'm recording all this, so we, we just kind of we kind of <laughs> just started. Because this is basically what we're going to do. This is an intermission show. I hope you guys enjoy it. In fact, I think a lot of the, for our listeners actually enjoy the intermission shows. So uh, we're talking about Matt's week-long road trip across the United States, or part of the United States. So you went to Dallas. Felt like the whole thing. <laughs> it's a lot of miles. <laughs> so it ended to- up about 3,000 miles total. Did you, did you take your car? Yeah. Oh, wow. And this was a big reason for my buying it instead of leasing it, is I... I was planning on doing some of these road trips. Right. So from Dallas, you went where? Uh, well, I mean, we spent a little time in Dallas. We didn't really get to explore much of the city, but we just checked out one of the neighborhoods. It was called Deep Elm. Deep Elm. Which, you know, didn't mean anything to me. i never been to Dallas. I certainly don't know anything about the neighborhoods in Dallas. But it was kind of a cool RC. They said it was sort of on the rise. We kind of just bar hopped a little bit, checked out the area. Mm. They had a lot of pizza places, which was more than I would have expected. We checked out two or three streets, and there was probably five pizza places, local ones. So I don't know. It Dallas seemed like a cool city. Right. I'd go back. I'd like to go back for a, some sort of sporting game, sporting event. Did you run into any cowboy hats? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's been cowboy hats since the – I mean, now that I'm in the South, there's cowboy hats every day. All right, now they... – There's cowboy hats in Memphis. There there were more in Dallas, I think, than Memphis, but – Yeah, I, I well, could see that in Tennessee. too, which might seem like a cliche, but they were there. Yeah, that's the thing is that there's, there's a big difference between, like, Texas. I could see it in Tennessee because of, you know, the country music scene and stuff like that. But in Georgia, we are deep south. But you don't see that many cowboy hats. You mm-hmm. you, you really don't. Um, we're a different type. We're we're uh, we're the quintessential redneck, you know here. Um, which I think it was funny because I'd never seen this truck before, and for some reason it popped into my head today. Like uh, I work, you know, I'm obviously I'm a security officer, and um, and I work at a guard house. And I see a lot of traffic, you know. There's tons of times where it looks like somebody is pulling into the property. I get ready to go out and say, hello, how are you doing? What can I do for you? And then they decide to turn around. They use our our turning in lane as a turnaround. It gets on my nerves all the time. (laughs) But there was one time where a truck did – it looked like a work truck because it had like a ladder on it and and all this other stuff. But on the side of it, it said – uh, Hank Williams Jr. impersonator. He didn't stop in. He just wanted to do a turnaround. But I was like, only in Georgia would you see a, a work truck 
somebody looked like he was in construction, going to a construction site that said Hank Williams Jr. impersonator on it. So yeah, we're yeah we're we are a little bit of a different breed in Georgia. I'd say Alabama, Mississippi, even Florida. Parts of Florida are very southern. Um, the Carolinas as well, even parts of Virginia. But uh, yeah, I, I can understand the the handlebar mustache and and the uh, the nice uh, was it the ten gallon hats. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so from Dallas, you decided to travel where? Uh, mostly straight west, a little north, but let me tell you, I've seen a lot of country. I have never seen such a desolate area as western Texas. Holy crap. We're talking 30, 40 miles in between rundown shacks. Right. And just absolutely nothing in between. Are we talking about just desert stuff? Deserty, yeah, not really the the sandy desert that I was imagining in my head. Right. More of like a prairie type dust bowl kind of deal. Dust bowl, yeah. There were lots of uh, lots of tumbleweeds <laughs> and not much else. A lot of uh, I, I was actually every house that we passed, you know, once every twenty or thirty minutes. Trying to f- see if we could find the uh, Texas Chainsaw House. <laughs> Turns out that didn't really even occur in Texas. It's based on based on a serial killer from like Wisconsin. Really? It works for Texas. Yeah. So no, no Texas Chainsaw. Texas. I figured at least yeah maybe there was a chance for a copycat killer, but you never know. <laughs> but that, that was the saddest place that I've ever seen in this country. Really? Just nothing. And like you'd finally see a building, and it would be absolutely falling apart rundown hmm. and that's everywhere i mean half of memphis is falling apart rundown but you know that's next to something else that's not rundown whereas in texas it's just straight prairie for 50 miles and then a shack hmm. um but once we got through there the landscape got a lot more interesting because we made it into new mexico Okay. And for our real, you know, the first part of the two main things we were doing on this trip was to go to Roswell, New Mexico. Trying to find which, some aliens. Trying to find some aliens, obviously. Right. And uh, Roswell was a weird little town. Kind of dumpy. <laughs> kind of in the middle of nowhere. Uh-huh. No real reason to be there except for the Roswell incident happening, which didn't even really happen in Roswell. It was 30-odd miles outside of Roswell. I don't even know what's real anymore. Yeah, I mean, we had we had a lot of hours in the car to discuss beliefs. <laughs> I was of a firm mind that I don't believe in nonsense like crop circles. Okay. But when it comes to something like Roswell, who knows? I mean, they often say it's one of the most researched but most debunked UFO sightings ever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, that doesn't mean it's also not the most quote-unquote important as far as UFO hunting goes. Did you see like a gift shop all about UFO shit? I mean, that's all there is in Roswell. Really? So the the reason we went there and the main thing that's there that's alien related is the International UFO Museum and Research Center. I did not know that existed. It's a far more official sounding name than you would imagine if you step foot inside. <laughs> okay. Um, it, it was interesting. I mean, it was not comprehensively UFO focused. It was just on the Roswell incident. 
Um, and the research center was basically all copies of all the government documents, copies of all like UFO sightings, newspapers and stuff. Right. Sort of just all available for you to do your own UFO research, but it's you're not going to find anything new there. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'll say this. The one thing that I thought was the most impressive about that that museum was all of the signed affidavits of all the military personnel that were involved with the Roswell incident. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that I believe it because I think there's a lot of incentive for people to get caught up in this idea and to say, oh, yeah, since I was there, you know, maybe I saw something. But there's a lot of like deathbed confessions and a lot of signed sworn affidavits that, you know, maybe all these people are lying. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe it's the truth. Maybe they think it's the truth. Yeah. You know, it's hard to decipher, but certainly it's interesting. Uh, and the, the, the best part about that little trip, there's also, there's a really corny alien museum down the street. Mm-hmm. That basically it's set up like a haunted house where you pay to go in and it's basically aliens that are posed in a lot of weird different positions. Okay. Like not realistic. Like one of them is is passed out on on a bench next to a grill. And then the next one is in like the cockpit of a UFO and you can like <laughs> sit down next to it and take pictures. It was it was very very silly, but you know, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, the best part was just we actually drove out to the farm where the crash or the incident happened, whether it was a crash or what. You know, we drove out to the farm where it happened, and it's just completely open and empty. So we just drove onto this dirt road and just kind of parked and uh-huh. just kind of like stood around. And it was kind of surreal feeling because it's it is so empty. And you're like, maybe it happened, maybe it didn't. But whether it didn't did or didn't happen, this is where it did or did not occur. Right. So it was pretty cool just to be there. And I mean, surreal to me almost because I had never, you know, I've never even been around that type of vegetation. And the ground is different there and everything is different there. So might as well be the surface of Mars as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) But, you know, it it was really cool to just think about what might have been, what might have happened there 68 years ago. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, the biggest problem with our stop in Roswell was that I had sort of conflated the ideas of Area 51 and the Roswell incident. Did not realize that Area 51 was two states over in a 15-hour drive. So I'm like, yeah, once we leave Roswell, we'll head over and see how close we can get to the Edwards Air Force Base and try and try and get up to where the signs tell you that you, you'll get shot if you go any farther. We're going to drive up there and then turn around. Decided not to do that because it's you know it's it's outside of Las Vegas, not outside of Roswell. Right. And I kind of conflated those two ideas in my mind. <laughs> that was kind of silly. So from Roswell to where at? Ros. Uh, we spent one night in Roswell, and then we went north a few hours and spent a night in Santa Fe, New so, Mexico. Okay. Which was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Um. Basically, as you're driving around there, you're starting to get a lot more geography, a lot more hills, a lot more mountains. Um, and we looked it up because it still has the very red earth that you have in southern New Mexico. Mm-hmm. So it's like a mixture of mountains and red clay earth. So uh, the mountain range is actually called the 
Sangre de Cristo mountains, which is the blood of Christ, because they're so red. Uh, but it's absolutely gorgeous there. I mean, is it's it? much more of a moneyed town than right. Roswell. It's the capital, right, Santa Fe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that where's the painted desert? Mm. That's in New Mexico, right? That sounds right. Or Arizona? I can't. I don't know. I've, I've heard that the painted desert is actually pretty beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I would love to check out Phoenix and some of the the formations in Arizona, but that was just too far west for us to get to. Right. So still but, in uh, New Mexico, didn't run into uh, Walter White. Nope. We did, uh, yeah, we didn't make it to Albuquerque. It was Albuquerque or Santa Fe. We decided on Santa Fe. Uh, but we did get to see some cool, like, national monument. It's the Kasha Katui. It's called the Tent Rock Formation. So we did, we went on a little hike, which mm-hmm. was actually terrible for my uh, fear of heights. Because we, we did some crazy, like, we were just expecting it to be a hike along the ground. And then all of a sudden, at the end of this trail, you're basically climb. You're basically rock climbing. I mean, not not really, but there is a path there. But it is steep. It is uneven. It, it was actually snowy. I mean, it snowed when we were in Texas. Snowed when we were in New Mexico. Hmm. Um, so it, it when we got all the way to the top of one of the mesas and looked down into the into the gorge, into the valley, on some of these crazy tent rock formations that sort of look like giant phalluses. Um, <laughs> but the, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. <laughs> No, uh, no vertigo. Let's take it. No vertigo. A little bit of a quickened heartbeat, I would say. But <laughs> I actually took a video. The lady couldn't stand at the top. She was so afraid of heights. Oh yeah. She had to like crouch down. But yeah, it was great. We we didn't. We almost didn't go because we went. What was this? This was Wednesday. We were getting into Santa Fe, and we arrived at the the national park there. Because I had looked up what time they close, and they close at 7. We're getting there 4.45-ish. I'm like, all right, two hours should be plenty of time. Uh, but what it didn't say online was that they were in winter hours, which means they close at 5, <laughs> not 7, so they wouldn't let us in. Uh, so we debated just giving up on it. But we went back in the morning, and I'm so glad we did. That was that was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then that, – so that was, that was our, most of our outdoor time. We saw that, and we also – on the way north, we stopped in the Rio Grande National okay. Park mm-hmm. to see that bridge. Holy crap, that was even worse for my heights. That <laughs> so fucking high. I, I I couldn't walk out. Like there, So basically, they got a bridge going across one of the deepest parts of the gorge. And, you know, we tried to just take pictures from, like, the side where we were on solid earth. Didn't really work because there's a bridge in your way and there's a bunch of fences in your way. So we decided to walk out onto the bridge. Which was terrible in its own right. And then this big truck goes by, and the entire bridge is, like, bobbling up and down. Fuck so that. I'm just like, nope, uh, I think I've had enough. I, You know, I got some good pictures. I felt like I was taking my life into my hands, and then I kind of s- scuttled back over to the side. And, <laughs> uh, as gorgeous as it was, I I do not do well on open places. Like, you know, if I'm in a building, let's say, on, say, the 80th floor, I can look out the window and be fine because I'm enclosed, but just to be open, like, I don't know, this irrational fear that I was just going to butterfingers my phone right off the edge of the bridge. 
and then somehow trip on a banana peel or something and fly <laughs> off the edge myself. <laughs> you know, it's not not really rational, but right. But uh, yeah, that was it, it. Was an interesting day, challenging those those fears, <laughs> which I guess we did most of the weekend because we ended up skiing down a mountain the next day. Jesus, you guys did everything. Yeah, we weren't sure if we were going to actually go skiing. So that was sort of the the impetus for the trip. We were going to meet some friends from Chicago who were going to the Rockies on a ski trip. Okay. Um, and that's easy to do from Chicago because flights from Chicago to Denver are ridiculously cheap. Okay. Flights to anywhere from Memphis are not cheap at all. So it was going to cost us over twice what it would cost them. So – Basically, that's what prompted the road trip is, hey, gas is so cheap right now. We got this car. We might as well break it in. So we went on the trip. But they were basically – they were there for three days and their goal was to go skiing for three days, three and a half days. We were there two two and a half days and skied only one day Mm. just you know, because it's absurdly expensive to go snowboarding and downhill skiing. Now, you're uh, you're an experienced skier, right? Yeah, I grew up cross-country skiing. Okay. So I've done a lot. You know, I'm, I'm very familiar with it. So when I decided in college that I wanted to try downhill, I did that once and said, this is cool, but it's just like what I'm used to except easier. And I wanted to try something that was more different. So that's when I started snowboarding. Okay. Because just that feeling of having your feet locked in and facing perpendicular to the direction of travel is much, much different and to me far more exhilarating than just downhill skiing, which is okay, but it's a little boring. You'd say it's more difficult. I would say that snowboarding is more difficult, but a lot of people would say that if you know how to ski, snowboarding is difficult. And if you know how to snowboard, skiing is difficult. Right. Because they're sort of used to it. opposite from each other. Right. So I, I currently I, I find snowboarding to be far more exciting, but I go so rarely that I never actually get better at it anymore. Mm-hmm. So the first few years I did it, I would go three, four, five times a year, and get, I was getting pretty good. And then now I've gone. This is only the second time I've gone in say the last five years. So I, you know, I barely was at the point where I was getting my balance back, and that was it for the day. Right. I've never been skiing or snowboarding. Really? Yeah. I know there's a place, one place in far eastern Tennessee to do it. Yeah. I, I've, I've never seen enough snow to actually do anything like that. Because <laughs> that's why. If it was eastern Tennessee, it would only be two hours from you. Uh, somewhere around in there. I know I can get to... Uh, Chattanooga? Can... How far is that from you? Chattanooga's not that far. I'd say probably about maybe two and a half hours. Yeah. Like uh, Pigeon Forge, which is in Tennessee, uh, takes about two. Eh, I, t- I take that back. Pigeon Forge would probably take me about two and a half hours to get there. Uh, which you know, I went there with my dad a few, probably about a month, month and a half ago, uh, right before Christmas. Um, and that took yeah, that, that was about a two and a half hour drive, I'd say. So would you try to go skiing? Or is this not something that would ever interest you? I, I I would try pretty much anything. I mean, I you know that's the thing. I I would probably fall and bust, yeah, bust I mean, my ass or my face or both. 
Um, I've never been as coordinated as I wanted to. I used to skateboard when I was in high school, um, and I wasn't really good at it. <laughs> so, um, but I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm willing to try anything. I you know if, if I, I always imagine me bumbled, bundled up like an idiot and with skis and, and this guy trying to show me what to do as far as skiing goes and then doing it that way, you know, how you see in the movies. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure I could go down a hill on snow. <laughs> so if you were going to do it, and since you've never done either, would you try snowboarding or downhill skiing? I would, to truth be told, I would probably want to do um, um, snowboarding. Yeah. Since I am more used to a, I say I'm used to, I haven't jumped on it. I haven't been on a skateboard in probably 10 years, but. I would be more inclined to do snowboarding since I know how to – I used to know how to handle a skateboard. Uh, see, the one skateboard I had was like a 24-pound thick, thick piece of wood with Ninja Turtles on it and handles on both sides. And basically, I, I used it like a sled to okay. go down a little hill. So uh-huh. my experience with a skateboard is not skateboarding. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So I've never really done that at all and – you know, I've never done any wakeboarding or any other type of boarding, so snowboarding really was my first first experience being on a board like that, where you're sort of facing sideways but going forward. Gotcha. I uh, I had a uh, Nottis skateboard, old school. Um, of course, you know, back when I was in high school, everybody, you know. Nottis was Satan spelled backwards. So <laughs> that, 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 you know, that was, that was the whole big thing. Um, cause I think everybody played Tony Hawk back in the day. Yep. Skateboarding was huge in high school. You know, that was, that was the thing. It was, you know, everybody played Tony Hawk and wanted to skateboard, you know, and I, I was one of those kids. I was, you know, I was not as coordinated as my other friends. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, so from and you were in you were in what what town in Colorado were you in? I think the actual town was called Copper, Copper. but it was it was Copper Mountain, Copper was the Mountain. ski resort that we were at. Okay. Um, but those those mountains were just unbelievable. So we have mountains in New York. We've got the Adirondack Mountains, mm-hmm. and I've seen whatever these ones are in uh, Arkansas, Tennessee, Smoky Mountains. Uh, the the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah, maybe. It may be the Smokies. I'm not too sure. But I mean, nothing that I've seen is really anywhere near the the Rocky Mountains in Colorado. That was so gorgeous. Yeah. And the way we drove in, so we drove in from basically due south. We were driving north into Colorado, and just it's crazy for the amount of time that you can see them far off in the distance. You know, and, and as you're approaching them, you, you keep making out more and more detail, and they mm-hmm. keep getting more and more impressive. <laughs> um, and then when you're just when you're driving right through them, it's, it was just unbelievable. Yeah. The um, well, actually, when we went up to Pigeon Forge, it's, it's right there at the beginning of the Appalachian Mountains, and uh, there's a uh, there's the Blue Ridge Parkway, um, which is a parkway that pretty much goes all the way through the Appalachian Mountains. Uh, I've been down it one time with my dad when I was probably – I was a teenager. I was probably about 13 or 14. 
holy shit, that is a long fucking parkway. It's basically just a mountainous road uh, that takes forever to go through. Um, but it is absolutely beautiful. You know, I, I have a problem with heights too. And even in a car, I still get kind of nervous. Um, mm-hmm. unless I'm driving and see, so that's the thing when, in fact, even you know, a couple months ago when me and my dad went up there, we took my dad's truck and, uh, you know, it's a big truck. It's a, you know, big F one fifty. Um, and, uh, we drove up there and, uh, dad drove and then when I, we came back, and I was I was kind of nervous, but when we came back, Dad wanted me to drive. So I drove down. I didn't have a single problem. I guess because I'm in control, I feel like I'm all right. Yeah. But when when I'm riding with somebody in mountainous areas, I'm like, okay, slow, 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 slow down, Dad. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, just, just a little bit. And, you know, Dad's, it's like, it, my dad's one of the most cautious fucking drivers in the world. So, um, But, yeah, so uh, – Going to uh, Colorado, I, I've, I've never been to Colorado. In fact, I've, I've never, I have never been more west than Alabama. Never been more west than Alabama. Correct. I have been as far north as Canada, but I have never been west. Mm. See, I really hadn't. I mean, with the asterisk that one time I went to a wedding in San Francisco. Right. That was, I showed up there. Ran around, did stuff for the wedding, and then immediately left. Flew, so, basically. Yeah, I flew in and flew out. Right. So aside from that, essentially Chicago was the most west I had ever been. Right. So this trip was was cool, and just getting to see you know some of that country that I had missed. So you stayed two days in Colorado. Yep, and, and then essentially just started the ride home. So it was basically just going like beelining it straight home. Pretty much, we had we actually had plans to stop in Denver and go to the Coors Brewery tour. Uh huh. Um, but we were pretty wiped out by that point, and that was looking. So it was so this was Sunday. It was looking to be a really long drive. So we decided because initially we were gonna wake up at ten, drive to Denver, get there by noonish. Do the brew tour and then continue on. We spent the night in Kansas City. Okay. Sunday night. But we weren't going to get in till like 11 or 12 at night if we went to that brewery tour. Oof. So we decided to just leave. So basically we saved two hours by leaving two hours early and two hours by not doing the brewery tour. So we ended up getting in around dinner time. We actually stopped in Topeka, Kansas. Kansas. Okay. Topeka, Kansas, to watch the Patriots game. Oh, really? The infamous Deflate Gate. Oh, Patriots game. So you were there, huh? Did the balls look deflated? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we only stopped to watch it at a B Dubs. Okay. It's actually the fanciest Buffalo Wild Wings I've ever been to. <laughs> Felt like I should have dressed up a little bit. <laughs> Uh, but it was nice because other than having the worst waitress I've ever had. Oh, really? Oh, man. It was so terrible. We place was not really even that busy. Right. Certainly not busy at the bar where we were sitting. And we were right directly in front of her. Right in front of where she, like, washes the cups. Okay. And 
I have never had to try so hard just to get eye contact for whatever reason. I you know, I want a glass of water. I want another beer. You didn't give me my hummus, whatever. And uh, I just I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I've never seen somebody like so bad at prioritizing what to do as a bartender. Was she acting she, busy though? I mean, did she, she was seem- running around washing glasses and not attending to anybody that was sitting at the bar? Huh. Which was funny because I was there with my my lady who has been a bartender at Buffalo Wild Wings for the last four years. <laughs> so I, I've I've seen my my share of bartenders specifically right. at B Dubs. Um, she agreed. I this was one of the worst bartenders that either one of us had ever seen. Hmm. Other than that, though, the place was nice. The game was maybe not exciting, but nah. in hindsight, I'm glad I got to see it. You should have watched the other game. The other game was actually fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Seahawks. Oh, yeah. That's right. That that game was Tie it and... crazy. Yeah, I mean, we didn't want to stop that that early. Yeah. You know, we, we left at like 8 a.m. We didn't really want to stop halfway. And if we still have eight hours to drive, I don't really want to do any drinking. Right. That's, yeah. I, I don't care about the Super Bowl. I hate both teams that are in it. <laughs> My God. But, yeah, so. And then just uh, came home, huh? Yeah, it was a quick night in Kansas City and then back home Monday and then back to work Tuesday. So it's been a a busy week trying to catch up on things that I've missed and maintenance requests at the apartment that weren't taken care of and mail that I can't track down. And that's why I don't go on vacations. Yeah. Yeah. There's always something that goes wrong. Yep. <laughs> now we got deadlines at work that are due like this week and next week. I'm like, there's no way that's going to be done. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> oh, we got to do a presentation Friday. You better ready. <laughs> so it was an awesome, it was an awesome trip, but you know, it's all, it, it's hard to say like, oh, I feel so refreshed and so happy to be back at work because it was like sort of a stressful driving that much. And now it's stressful to be back at work. Would have been easier just not to take one. I mean, the only reason I took one now is because I thought I was going to be done with all my important things in December for work, uh-huh. and I thought now would be kind of like a lull, sort of an empty, empty time where it wouldn't matter if I wasn't there. But had I known, I would have planned it for like April instead of January. That yeah, well, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. Well. That's truth be told. As far as vacations go, for me, anytime I do go on a vacation, I never feel rested afterwards. Yeah, you know, it, I don't think anybody is, to be honest with you, unless you just don't do anything. Yeah, you know, that's true. Sleep, you know. Oh, I caught up on my sleep, which is a fucking amazing vacation. Yeah, I, I got no problem with that. <laughs> I want to take one of those vacations this year. Where I do nothing. Usually what happens is I will take my vacation during the probably the summertime and I end up doing work around my home. Yeah. And and I end up coming back to work saying, Fuck, I'm goddamn exhausted <laughs> You know? So that's 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 my problem. And then another problem with me, like going on right now, is my air conditioning unit is starting to give me problems. So oh, I see your fans not on behind you though. Well, it's not it's not that it's hot it's hot, it's that it's it's getting slightly cold. We've actually hit a, 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 a high temperature lately. Yeah, the last couple of days have been nice. Yeah. Um but 
Uh, we're, we're at a pretty similar latitude, right? How far so, south are you? I'm, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm in, I'm in northeast Georgia. So. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's because I'm so far south in Tennessee. Yeah. That we're, not, we're not that far apart latitude wise. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I think it hit the 60s today. I think yesterday it was fucking like 63. Yeah. Year day before it was like sixty five, sixty six. It was like summer. It was like spring. Yeah, it's all nice. Tuesday as, it was like fucking spring. As much as I loved being in Colorado, it was cold. We had a six pack in the car. It froze, and uh, it was real nice to pull into Memphis and have it be sixty six. Yeah, sixty four or whatever it was. So it's um it's it's been nice, but my air conditioning unit, you know, like obviously every time somebody mentions air conditioning they think summertime turn on the cool uh, my air conditioning units also for my heat as well and uh it's leaking freon we don't we don't know where exactly uh, we have discovered it's actually in the coil which is up in my attic and um i asked my cousin who is a uh, heating and air guy he checked it out and he said that um he can change out the coil. And I was like, well, how long is that going to last me? He says, well, say my unit, the, the actual unit that sits outside is, was made probably in about 2003. So it's okay. I said, but everything else has been here since the, the house was built, which was in 1993. Mm. And he said, that stuff's getting old. So he says, I can change the coil. It'll last you about seven years. I said, Okay. What are my other options? He said, the other option is change out everything. Get a new return, a new uh, air conditioning unit. And I was like, okay, um, how long would that last me? He said, if you change out everything, it'll last you 20 years. I was like, okay, how much is that going to cost me? He said, it costs you about three grand. I said, well, it just so happens I have three grand. We need to do this now. Because if I don't, when I do need it, I won't have the money. Yeah. So so I went ahead and scheduled him to come and redo all of my air condition. <laughs> the problem is he told me it was going to take two days. So I will have one night of me not having any type of air conditioning, uh, which means I will either freeze my ass off or have to bundle up constantly. Yeah. See, I would hope it would be a cold night then. And I would just deal with it, wear like three sweatshirts and pull out the extra blanket. Yeah. Because I will see the thing is he's going to have to go up in my attic and he told me he wants to do it now instead of in the summertime because he's going to burn up in my fucking attic. Right. So uh, he's go- he's supposedly doing that either starting tomorrow or starting the beginning of next week, which I have a feeling if I know James, he will he will do it the beginning of next week because he's a fucking procrastinator. Because see, that's the thing. Don't don't let your family members do stuff for you because they, you know. So I feel about my uh, my stereo system in my car. I had friends install it. Yeah. So it would work for a month, and then it would not work for six, and then it would work for a month, and then it would not work for six. So when I finally get that out of storage, for the first time, I'm going to pay to have it installed in my car. Right. So that it will work, hopefully, more than two months a year. (laughs) <laughs> oh geez things we do but yeah 
truth be told, I I would rather just get rid of it and sell it, but I don't know that there's a market for that anymore. Yeah, I, I think well, yeah, there probably isn't. For for, I, I say that, but then I'm all constantly annoyed by somebody going by my house. So that's. I think I mean, I'm. If get, I could sell them, I would. But yeah, yeah, I think I'm getting old. That's my problem. You start hearing stuff. You know, that, that, there's that there's that episode of South Park where uh, all the new music sounds like yeah. shit. <laughs> it sounds like literally somebody taking a shit. Uh, it's probably I, every single generation has thought. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Is it's it's, yeah. it's it's starting to happen with me. I still listen to popular music. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not afraid to admit. Yeah, big no. Miley, Miley fan. I'm not a big. I'm not a big Miley Are fan. You a believer? No, I, I, I think he is a no talented hack. <laughs> um, I, I will. See, you sound like a crash of the old man. Yeah. Well, here's my thing. I I will give props to Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. I, I I do think that she is a a talented person. She can sing. She sang the Dark Horse song, right? She sang Dark Horse. That's pretty good. Um, and uh. uh Truth be told, I mean, I'm not afraid to admit it. Taylor Swift, that woman can sing, and she makes catchy shit. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I, does every, she make any of it though? Maybe I don't know. They they claim she's a singer songwriter, but I, does that even exist anymore? I don't even know. Yeah, you know. So I don't like. I do listen to some popular music. I listen to this this radio station called Chuck. It's called Chuck FM. Hmm. It's uh, it's based in Georgia. Um, they play fucking everything. Now, I say they play everything. Every once in a while, you'll hear like a metal song. Every once in a while. And I'm not talking metal. I'm talking about mainstream like Metallica or something. New metal? Yeah. Uh, but most of the time, you will hear 80s pop, which I'm totally fine with. And 90s music. Like, a, like a, this morning on the way to work, I heard Matchbox 20. Mm-hmm. Then I heard Cameo from, you know, the Word Up song. <laughs> and uh all they like they, they just mix and match everything. And it's is it, they no particular order. And I just, I just sit there and listen to that because every once in a while I'm I don't know what I'm in the mood for and then that'll kid on and I'm like, "Okay, I'm in the mood for this." So I'm very strange with my music, you know. I I'm a big I love Avenged Sevenfold. That's one of my favorite bands. Yeah, they're pretty good. But at the same time, I own every single – well, not the newest ones. I, I own the first three albums from Christina Aguilera <laughs> because let me tell you something. That woman can fucking sing, and I – that's my thing. I enjoy talent. So, um, Regardless of the form it takes. Exactly. You know? Plus, she's hot. So they <laughs> – you know. We'll, we'll swing back around to misogyny. That's that's what we'll do. Um, but no, I think I think she's a great singer. So <laughs> I don't know. Music is weird. Like it, fucking, I I found the Space Jam soundtrack, and I have it in my car now. And every once in a while, I'll blare that really loud. Nice, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because I I started getting into a uh, television show. Um, on Amazon Prime. Ooh, which one? Uh, it's called Workaholics. Ah, uh, yes, I've, I've seen it. I've never watched it. I've seen that it's there. I have decided to like sit down and power through this stuff. I, I, I wanted so I had to subscribe to Amazon Prime, and there's a reason why. 
I um, had got a Amazon gift card, mm-hmm. and I wanted to buy Surge. Well, when I went online to order me some Surge, I saw that they have decided to put this as an Amazon Prime exclusive. That thoroughly pissed me off because I said, I just want to buy Surge. Why do I have to pay you $100 just so I can order Surge? So I decided, fuck it. I'll get Amazon Prime. I've heard rumblings that they're going to start selling Surge in normally again. Yeah. yeah. If that's the case, then I will buy it. But this is the only way to get it now. So I became an Amazon Prime member. I ordered my Surge. And then that, that's another kicker. That uh, like I, they they don't have it just oh it's Amazon Prime only it's this Amazon Prime pantry thing. No, you don't need to get it as part of pantry. That that's what it was told me. I bought mine without using Prime Pantry. Okay, well here's oh I need to explore that next time because see what happened with me was I got Amazon Prime that's ninety nine dollars for a year. I understand that whatever, and I am taking advantage of the free two day shipping. Um, but so that was the thing. All right. I said, like, okay, cool. I'll get the free two day shipping. Well, it says, well, it's part of this Amazon pantry thing. Do you know how that works? Yeah. You just add a whole bunch of shit into a box. Right. Cause the idea is that buying things through Amazon, it's sort of like going to like a Costco and you wouldn't buy a stick of deodorant. You'd buy a six pack of deodorant. Right. So Prime Pantry, the idea is that you'd pay a flat shipping rate for the box, and then you could just fill it up with whatever. That way, you don't you could buy one of an item instead of buying like ten of an item. Yeah. So, so it's... I, I put one thing in my Prime Pantry when they first announced it, and I've never actually bought it because I have not had the desire to fill up the box with other shit. Right. Well, see, that was the thing. It was like I was like, I just I just want to get some surge. So I ordered two cases. And I was like, well, I'll still get the free shipping. No, there's another caveat. Is that Amazon Prime Pantry requires $3 and something for shipping because you're getting a mass box full of bulk shit. And that really pissed. I was like, what the fuck? So I spent 100 bucks on fucking Amazon Prime because I wanted to get Surge. For me, on the website, it said, oh, Amazon uh, you know, Surge is only through Amazon Pantry. So I don't get the free fucking shipping that comes with Prime. I, I was like, I'm getting screwed three times. Yeah, I was just like, this is bullshit. So it really, like, I, I was really pissed off after that. But then I, I've already ordered like three more things from Amazon Prime through Amazon that that gave me the free two day shipping. And I'm like, yeah, this is okay. And then I'll tell you what, it it may not seem like much. But once two days becomes the default, it's so hard to buy other things on the internet <laughs> where it might show up in five days. It might show up in two weeks. That's sort of at the discretion of God. You know, it's very nice. <laughs> it's very nice to say I order it Wednesday. It will be here on Friday. I will have it for the weekend. Right. And I, I didn't put all that much value in that. Like I never bought Amazon Prime when that's all it was. Okay. I didn't buy it until they started offering TV and books and music and all this nonsense. Oh, yeah. This is the first time I've ever had Amazon Prime. And so I decided, because I was on my PlayStation 4, and I was like, this Amazon Instant Video stuff is for Prime. Fuck it. I'm yep. paying for it. Let's fucking use it. They have a decent selection once they made that. Uh, you know, I still don't think they have as much as Netflix. They don't. They don't. 
and the average quality is probably not even as good. But I'll tell you what, they have Stargate. Uh huh. That alone seals me ninety nine bucks a year, maybe. Well, there you go. Uh, but the big deal that they signed was with HBO. Oh, really? Yeah, so you can watch a lot of HBO shows. Can I watch Game of Thrones? No, not new stuff. Oh. It's like you can watch all of Sopranos. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Huh. Six, seven, eight, nine. It's some of the biggest shows you can watch on there. Only six feet under, isn't that one of them? Yeah, I'm not sure if that's on Prime or not, but okay. that was a fantastic show. I never watched it. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I take that back. I watched the final episode, and I didn't know any of these characters, but I saw people <laughs> die, and I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, so like, cutting back to what I've been watching, I've been watching work Workaholics. That's a dumb fucking show. Dumb good or dumb not worth the your time? No, 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 dumb good. Okay, uh, it's it's one of those. So you've seen Community, right? You know how ridiculous that show can be? Yep. Imagine that show was ridiculous if it was more raunchy and <laughs> ha- and had to do with drugs a lot of the time. So it's about these three guys who live together in this house in California. They also work together at a telemarketing place. And they like to do a lot of drugs and are idiots that, that, I mean, that pretty much sums up the show. So it's, there's some episodes where you don't even see them at work, but when they are at work, they have these crazy characters that work with them. Their boss hates them. She's always upset, always pissed off. Uh, they have other coworkers who are ridiculous and then they're stoned half the time. (laughs) It's, it's, (laughs) it's so fucking dumb. So uh, I can't remember what was it. It was there was an episode that the it was an episode in the first season that made me say yes, this show is dumb, but it's kind of brilliant at the same time. And it was the episode where something happened to their home. I want to say they had to like fumigate their home because of bugs or something like that. So they didn't have a place to stay. So they decided to spend the night at their office. At the same time, they brought shrooms. <laughs> and they took a bunch of shrooms and became very, very paranoid. And they had some people who were coming in overnight. They, they they were IT guys who were working overnight. They thought that they were burglars trying to break into the place. So they created this like home alone entrapment thing. They they said it's part home alone, part trap entrapment. And they set up all these traps for these burglars, quote unquote burglars. And it was the whole time they were just fucking stoned up. <laughs> it's so dumb. I, I, I say give it a shot. It's, it's, it's really dumb. Hmm. But it's, uh, it's actually pretty funny too. Yeah. I'm currently in the market for a new show. That's a, that's a good one to watch. It's 30 minutes each episode. You know, it's only a half hour. And, you know, they, it's 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 funny. I mean, there there are some pretty funny episodes. Oh, nice. So. Yeah, I just finished up the first season of Bates Motel. Oh yeah, what'd you think? Oh, it was pretty good. It's, that so, show gets crazy. Yeah, it gets pretty crazy, and so I, I always associate it also with the show Hannibal. Okay. 
both because they were on at a similar time and also because they're sort of TV shows where you already sort of know where it's going because of the movie that it's based on. Right. Um, sad that now after I finished after I finished Bates Motel, I was ready to start Hannibal, but they took it off of Netflix. Mm. So I don't know when I'm going to be able to finish that. But Did Hannibal Bates come Mo- back? Hannibal didn't get canceled, did it? Yeah, on either show, I don't know. I didn't want to hear anything for fear of getting the season spoiled. Right. Now, I know Bates Motel is still going on. They finished the second season. I'm pretty sure a third season's coming. Okay. Um, uh, I uh, I watched the first season of Bates Motel and uh, really, really liked it. Uh, yeah. I, I have not watched the second season because... When the second season came on, I had already got rid of my satellite. So I had no way of watching it. Oh, okay. Sure. See, I just watched this one now that it's on Netflix, so I, I don't think that I'll be able to watch the second season that way for quite a while. Yeah, that's that's my thing. It's like when it does come to Netflix, I will watch it. Um, but it, yeah, at the current I know my mom and dad were, were pretty big into it, and they watched it and uh, said it was actually pretty good too. So – um, but yeah, I, uh, I had that, um, the, the, uh, the, so I'm still watching supernatural. I'm watching them live when they come on. Uh, I, it's kind of a tradition mm-hmm. now, uh, me and my dad, uh, my dad is not a big supernatural fan. In fact, most of the time when, when, when we watch supernatural, my dad falls asleep, <laughs> but that's okay. Cause I want to watch it. Uh, season 10 is a very weak season so far. Uh, and I don't think it's the last season. In fact, I th- I'm pretty sure they said that it got renewed for an 11th season. Uh, they need to end that show. I hate to say it. Mm. I, I really love that show, but they need to end it. Yeah, I've heard that. I haven't seen any of the new episodes. Yeah. But I have heard as much that... The stakes just aren't as high. It feels like it's getting a little weird and repetitive. And yeah, there there is no real villain. Anymore. Lack of imagination. Yeah, there, there's there's no real goal. There is a goal. It's trying to get something. Dean is affected by something, and he needs to get rid of it. And they they don't know how to get rid of it. That's that's pretty much it. Um, but a show that my dad actually watches with me, and he's actually got into it as well as me, is The Flash. Mm. Holy shit! That's a fantastic show. Yeah, I need to catch up on Arrow, and then I'll try and branch into the Flash. They had a crossover event with the Flash and Arrow. Yep, I need to at least make it there. I think uh, that that was actually pretty good. So I don't watch Arrow. I've never seen a single episode of Arrow, um, but I have been into the Flash, and I've really gotten into it. The, the WB. Or CW, whatever the hell the, the channel's called now. Um, they have really, really dug deep into the, the DC lore as far as giving subtle hints on things, especially with the Flash. Um, uh, you know, I, I know a little bit, of, I, I know a good amount of the DC universe. Um, you know, I followed it more when I was a teenager than I did the Marvel universe. And, they're setting up some stuff in the flash that could be really, really awesome. And, uh, I think, uh, so far this, like, uh, they just 
the, their newest episode just came on Tuesday, and it was the beginning of the half season, the second half of the season. Oh, okay. Uh, they had a mid-season break, and they just came back uh, this week. And it started off really, really strong. So I'm excited to see what they're going to do with The Flash. And I know The Flash has been renewed for a second season, so – uh, that's that's a man. That's that's a great one. They they they're doing a real good job. Yeah, surprisingly, because for so long, well, maybe it's not surprising. Just for so long, I had written it off as the kids' network, and I'm not gonna like anything on this. But basically, it, it was uh, Supernatural that changed my mind on it. Right. I liked that show out of nowhere a lot, and even after the the pilot, I wasn't sure I was gonna like it, but. You know, as, as we've discussed many times before, that, that mythology is tight and it's kind of fun and funny. And but yeah, maybe I won't venture onto these last episodes if they're really gonna taint the feeling of the show. They've had—I wouldn't say that they've for season ten. I don't know how far you have you. I don't. What was the last season you actually watched? Ugh, I'm not even sure. Maybe eight. Season seven. eight. Um. As far as season 10 goes, and this goes for anybody that's ever listening, if you haven't watched season 10, all you need to do is watch the first two episodes of season 10. The 200th episode, which I don't know what episode that is in season 10, but they had the 200th episode, which is really fantastic. Uh, A lot of fan service and stuff there. And then the last episode before the season break, or the the, before the mid-season break. Like there, there's really only four episodes you need to watch out of probably fifth, uh, probably twelve episodes that they did. Hmm. I mean that, that that's the problem. It's like they have went back to monster of the week shit, and it it uh, it's like there is no direction. You know they're 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 trying to figure out where to go with this, and I'm just like, come on, just it, it, they need to end it. That's the that's the biggest thing. You know I hate to say it, as much as I love that show, they need to end it. So, but yeah, it's, I've been watching The Flash. I still watch The Walking Dead with my dad. My dad's, oh my god, my, my dad is fucking obsessed with The Walking Dead. <laughs> I'm dead serious. That if if there is a show, you can ask my dad right now. My dad is a 63 year old man, and you ask him what his favorite show is, he'll say The Walking Dead. Hmm. Now, is, what do you know about the spinoff? From what I understand, and this is all just rumors, I know that they have cast the main character. Uh, I can't tell you what his name is, but I have seen him in things before. I just don't know where. But they have cast the main character. From what I understand, it's supposed to take place during the same time as The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it takes place in the on the West Coast. It's from what I've heard. Speculation is it's supposed to take place in Los Angeles. I don't know. Um, but it's basically what's going on in other parts of the United States during The Walking Dead. So I don't know anything else other than that. Interesting. And then, you know, the AMC's got Better Call Saul, which is the spinoff of Breaking Bad. Uh, I was totally down for Better Call Saul until they showed that clip, and it showed characters from Breaking Bad in it, and I said, I do not want to watch this show. Hmm. I just, like, let it be is is how I feel about that, you know? 
I just, I, I, Breaking Bad was a terrific show. I liked it. I watched all of it. But don't, don't, you know, have episodes of, hey, remember this guy? He's in this episode. And I was like, don't do that. You know, have it just with Saul Goodman. That he was, he was one of my favorite characters in Breaking Bad. You know, so I don't know. That's just my personal preference. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who will love Better Call Saul. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much all the TV I watch nowadays. The Flash, Supernatural, and The Walking Dead. Yeah, like I said, I haven't really been watching much. I mean, with this traveling and stuff, I haven't watched anything in the last week. Yeah. Ah, well. I'm looking forward. I I really do want to watch the 12 Monkeys show, though. Yeah, I've heard that that's pretty interesting. I think the first episode is out. Yeah, it debuted while we were in Colorado. Okay. almost watched it, but then we got too drunk. Ah, well. Watching 12 Monkeys drunk may not be the best thing. (laughs) Yeah, not to mention with that many people there and other people weren't going to be as interested. I wasn't just going to check out for an hour to watch it. Right. But the, um, let's see here. I don't know. Since I've got rid of my satellite, I haven't, I don't watch anything. I watch football and those three shows. So, but yeah. So you watch football, but you said you're not interested in the Super Bowl. Do you, are you doing anything for it? You going to be working during it or? I'm sure I'll watch the fucking Super Bowl because it, you have to watch it. I mean, it, but <laughs> I just I don't care about the two teams that are in this. You know, I, I don't like the Patriots. I really don't like the Seahawks at all. So I don't mind their quarterback, but I don't stand. I, I really don't like either team. Yeah, to me, I I wish now. Now, granted, the Seahawks have only been to the Super Bowl one year, and they won it. I and I give them props for that. But to me, it's always the same fucking teams that go to the Super Bowl every year. I'd be tickled to death to see fuck Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl or the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. The (laughs) Oakland Raiders in the Super Bowl. I would love it if the Falcons made it the Super Bowl. Sure, that's my team. I love the Falcons. Always have, even when they lose. But that it's just it it just I'm so sick of seeing the Patriots, Green Bay Packers, you know, you you're, you see the same fucking teams every year going. And I'm just like it's 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 not even fun. You know, it's just oh, let's see who's going to do it this time. It's the same four fucking teams in the playoffs. So that's just me. I'm jaded. So, but yeah, we've been talking for an hour. Um, I want to get in a little bit of game discussion, particularly game discussion on what we're going to be doing in the next couple of uh, series. Okay. Now you mentioned Horde. Have you played Horde? I have no. I had not at the point that I mentioned it. Okay. What do you want to do with Horde? It's not. There's not enough there to warrant more than a one-off episode. 
There's no beating it, discussing story. It's just, what do you like? What do you not like? You know, where, right. where could it have gone? Mm-hmm. What did it do that maybe surprised you? I mean, really, it, it's it, it's as one-off a game as you can get, I think. Yeah. So if you want to cover Horde on the next episode, we totally can. I have played it myself. I got it on Steam. Uh, I know it was free on uh, PlayStation Plus. For some reason, I did not pick it up when it was free. But I did ha- I did have some Steam credit, so I think I spent about four bucks on it. I'm okay, okay. with that. Um, and then the game after that, which will be probably in two weeks, you mentioned. Yeah, there was a couple that I was kind of tossing around. Okay, let's talk. So about that. I mean, I was th- the first one that came to my mind based on some of the sales and some of I don't know some random sightings on the internet that got me all with my gaming boner erect was was Legacy of Kane. You know, for for me, that's my favorite series that we have never touched on a game club type discussion. Right. And the one that I personally have never touched is Defiance. Defiance. Now, I've never played Defiance. I played Soul Reaver. So, you know, there's two Soul Reavers. There's two Blood Omens. Uh-huh. And then there's the one game at the end that sort of bridges both series. Now, what was Defiance on? I want to say Xbox, PS2, and PC. Okay. Yeah, I played Blood Omen. That was the first only one. Yeah, the first one. That and that was that was the only one I ever played. I so I played a whole lot of the first Blood Omen and a whole lot of the first Soul Reaver. Okay. And I've played very little of each of the sequels, and I, none of. I take Defiance. that back. I take that back. I, I I got those mixed up. I played Soul Reaver. The first Soul Reaver was the one that I played. Oh, so did you not play Blood Omen? No, I have never played Blood Omen. I've never played the originals. I'll put it that way. Like a Soul Reaver is a PS One game. Yes. And Blood Omen is a PS One game. Yes. And the sequels, I believe, were both PS2 games. They were. And Defiance was sort of the end of the PS2. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. I I am not the biggest on that lore. In fact, I I don't think I remember much of Soul Reaver. Uh, But uh, you mentioned that one. You mentioned that series. So, So that series, and for me, I don't know how the sequels hold up. So either of the first games or Defiance, I think, would be interesting to go through. Okay. Uh, Parasite Eve is one that I've been sort of desperate to play. That is the one that I was interested in because I it came out during that time of my quote-unquote nostalgia period. Uh, you know, Metal Gear and mm-hmm. Resident Evil, Parasite Eve. But to tell you the truth, I don't know. I don't remember anything from that game. I certainly never played it when it was fresh. Uh, I certainly would have if I was in, you know, if if I was this age and this particular moment in my life, but that game had come out now, there's no way I would have missed it. Right. I mean in the mindset that I was in there when this is, you know, there's a new game. It's sort of crazy and RPG ish and it's sort of sci-fi and horror ish. And I mean, it sounds awesome. I've heard decent things about it. Not, not amazing. Outstanding, not 
terrible, but it seems like a very interesting game. Mm-hmm. And then I my interest was re-peaked when they came out with the third birthday. Uh-huh. On PSP. Yeah, Ken actually really liked that game. Yeah, I bought that game, but I'm not allowing myself to play it until I play Parasite Eve. Well, you know, there's a second one, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'll decide after the first one if, if I need to play the second one before. Right, right, right. Third birthday. Um, that was the one that intrigued me because I, I that that's a game that I remember playing distinctly when I was like 13, but I, I honestly don't think I understood it. So when you say play it, did you own it? Did you rent it? Did you I, read it? I, I think I rented it. Okay. So you yeah. probably didn't finish it then? No, no, no. I doubt I ever finished it. I, I, I think it was one of those games where I didn't understand it. That was that yeah. was the thing. Um, so that one that one kind of interested me. Uh, did, did, was there any other thing, other other game that you wanted to try out? Uh, I think the the third one that I was really toying around with was Eternal Sonata. Okay. To go, yes, it's RPG ish, and I know we've done a fair amount of RPGs lately, but it's so different aesthetically and culturally that I, I'm not going to feel at all like it's a retread of. Dragon Age. Yeah, I never played. I played. I never owned it. I borrowed a friend's copy and I got probably maybe five hours into it, and that was as far as I ever got. Uh, the, the I remember really loving the art style at the time. Yeah, uh, and I remember loving that music was fucking amazing. Music still is. Um, that would be a great one. I mean, it, I, from what I understand, it's a, it's a relatively long game. Yeah. But I'm um, that that would be another good one to uh to play. For one more time. that's real high on my list is folklore. I've never played folklore. I've always found it interesting, and I've always wanted to give it a shot. Yeah, I put a couple hours into it when it was new. Uh, really liked it, and it sort of reminded me a bit of Phantom Dust, which now has become somewhat relevant again. <laughs> that. You, you sort of out of nowhere, but I, yeah, I cannot, I cannot tell you how fucking blown my mind was when they said, "Oh, a new Phantom Dust is coming out." Yeah, what? <laughs> Who the fuck even remembers fucking Phantom Dust? You know, that's one of my favorite Xbox One games <laughs> because it's basically Magic: The Gathering in battle form. Yeah, so it's that's uh, that 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 really blew me away. Uh, folklore sounds like something that I would totally get into too. I mean, if I could find a copy, I'm sure I can. Um, this, man, that's 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 some that's that's a, that's a lot of good games that we could possibly play. Yeah. So I don't know how to narrow it down out of those games, but those are sort of the ones that were at the forefront of my mind. You know, we do horde as say a palate cleanser, right? One off, not too deep. You know, about don't even need to take it that seriously. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, which one to actually delve into? I'm, I'm not sure. Well, like I told you in the email, and I'll tell you on the show right here. I mean, this is your pick. So, um, if you want to give it some more thought, give it some more thought, um, and we can uh, announce it on the next show when we do Horde. Um, I'm down for any of them. Okay. Uh, what, what my plan is and what, and what I, I wanted to run by you was since we've kind of already said that this may be the year of metal gear mm-hmm. is that after the game, after horde, we're going to start metal gear solid. That sounds fantastic. So, uh, and I, I, 
I think I have convinced Ken enough to come on and play. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm going to bring the editor-in-chief on to play all of the Metal Gear games with us. Oh, that's awesome. Because I'll be honest with you, uh, as far as the people I know, you can't meet a bigger fan of Metal Gear than Ken McGowan. Nice. So we're going to bring him on. I know... (laughs) He did. He was like, I don't know if I can, you know, commit all this time to. Him. I'm like, you don't be a bitch. Just do it. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I'll do it. So I was like, yes. So I talked Peer pressure him. for the win. Yeah, I talked him into it. Um. So yeah, it, we're we're gonna be doing all the Metal Gear. So we're gonna and, and I've discussed it with him. And since he is our guest, he wants to do them in chronological order as far as the, when they came out. Okay. Not not as far as when the lore happened. Right. So Metal Gear One, Metal Gear Two, Metal Gear Three. Peace Walker. No. Was four? Yeah, it was four. Metal Gear Four, then Peace Walker. Then Portable Ops? If you, not, not part of the canon. It, it, I don't know. It, it, we can we can discuss that. Um Portable Ops would be kinda I, I I don't know if we can get Ken to play Portable Ops because he would have to break out a PSP. Oh, that's right. I was gonna say he would have to for Peace Walker anyway, but I guess not. No, Peace Walker not is in that HD collection, which I have. Yep. So I I own Metal Gear Solid One as a PlayStation Classic download uh-huh. on on the PS3, uh, so I can play that. I own the Metal Gear collection, so that's two, three, and Peace Walker. Uh, I have Metal Gear Solid Four um, on PS3, obviously, uh, and uh, so I have everything covered for that. Um, and if as a one-off episode, if you wanted to do Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes to get ready for uh for the other one, I've already played. I played it about two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. Uh, it took about hour and a half. Hmm. It, it's it's a decent little you know epilogue or prologue, I should say prologue to uh to um Phantom Pain, the Phantom Pain. Uh, and after seeing a certain cutscene, there's a cut, uh, there is a trailer, which is pretty much just a cutscene of, uh, the Phantom Pain. And it's basically with, uh, that, that, the, the sniper woman, uh, Quiet, I believe is her name. Uh, her and, uh, I guess Big Boss are, um, she, it, it seems like she's sneaking onto his base or something like that. After seeing that, that, that trailer cut, cutscene thing, that got me really, really hyped for the Phantom Pain. Like I'm, oh. I'm really excited for the Phantom Pain now. That's awesome. Yeah, I fucking can't wait for that game. So it's you know I'm a huge Metal Gear fan. Have been f- since playing Metal Gear Solid. So you know it's me too. Yeah, <laughs> I I am so excited to go. I I can't wait. I I can't wait. I I think that Metal Gear Solid One will take us two episodes to do. And I think for the most part, I'm going to be talking about what it was like when I was 13 years old playing yep. Metal Gear Solid for the first time. Because that's what I want to talk about. There I'm was- a little – got to be honest with you. I love the game. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. I'm a little nervous. Going back to it? Going back to it. Yeah, I, I don't think – I'll take that back. I, I, don't th- I don't think it's going to hold up as well as you think it will. Or, or you may not even think it's going to hold up well at all. But I think it's just going to be a little rough. I only have a middling expectation for that first one. Yeah. Although I will say that a couple years ago, I went back and replayed all of the VR missions, that whole separate game. Right. And that was fucking awesome. Huh. Well, I was I, I was in a mo I was in a in a mindset to play it. Well, 
I guess at this point, man, it must not have been three or four years ago. At this point, it was probably like six or seven years ago. I'm getting old, man. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so I went through it. Basically, I had inherited a small TV. Okay. And it was the first time I was rocking a quote-unquote dual monitor setup. So I had a shitty little like 14-inch TV next to my computer monitor. Right. And I had hooked up my PS2 to it. And uh, I was using that to play a lot of Intelligent Cube okay, and I a lot that of Metal Gear Solid VR missions because I figured those are games where you don't really need you know you're not really trying to immerse yourself in anything. It's sort of a puzzly type. You want the the overview lay of the land, and it's not going to matter that um, you know that you're not sitting in front of a 50 inch. Yeah. But but that was the last time I really went back to play a Metal Gear game, and that one was fantastic. But again, that one's not really story driven, cutscene driven, you know, emotionally driven. So uh, you know, I, I'm a little nervous going back to the first one. I have no doubt that the third one will still be fantastic because it's my favorite game ever. Yeah. And the fourth one, the, I, to, the one that I'm most interested to go back to is honestly Metal Gear Solid Four. Yeah. Because I've only, I've I've only played, played it once. Yeah, I've only played it once, and I played it in a whirlwind every night for four nights and then never touched it again because I was waiting for trophy support. It finally came. It, it finally, did come. Yeah. And I just, at that point, I wasn't ready to go back to it. Yeah, I, don't know. I, yeah, I never went back to it and, and got the trophies, but now I will. So it's uh, it's going to be interesting. I think um, I, I remember when I got the HD collection – uh, I did play through Metal Gear Solid 2. I wanted to do them in, in the order that they came out because I, I didn't want to go from good, awesome controls to good controls to shitty controls. Because truth be told, Metal Gear Solid 2 is pretty fucking archaic. Um, but it, I did play through all of Metal Gear Solid 2. That's going to be the one I really want to talk about. Because as big of a Metal Gear fan as I am, and as many times as I've actually played through Metal Gear Solid 2, I need somebody to tell me what the fuck happened in that game. Because I really don't know. Awesome. So Ken hopefully will be able to describe to me what happened to Metal Gear Solid 2. Uh, but yeah, so I'm really excited for that. Uh, the, the year of Metal Gear is going to be really fun. Now, I don't know if we're actually going to play through the Phantom Pain for Phoenix Down. If if I can convince people to do it, then we will. But knowing Ken, he'll be like, ah, I want to enjoy it on my own, and then I will pressure him into doing it for the Phoenix Down. So uh, that that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, but until then, we we will be. Uh, next episode is going to be kind. Of, it's almost going to be an intermission because, truth be told, there's not much to talk about with Horde. Horde, we can talk about the game mechanics and stuff like that. It's a fun. It, I, all right, I, I say fun. It is a oh, all right, oh, I, a preview. Yeah, right, it's not a, fun is what oh, I meant by fun. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> You're putting words in my mouth. I'm, I'm, I have been drinking right now, so I, I'm not in the great mindset. Um, the uh, it's a it's a it's a time waster. I'll put it that way. You oh. should try and get a multiplayer game in or five. Was that? I don't know if we're gonna be able to. I'm, Before, playing, I'm playing on Steam. Oh shit! Yeah, and you have the free version. Yeah, I should have fucking picked it up. I, I for me, I was like, "Horde, what the fuck is that?" I didn't even download it. And I, was like, I didn't care. 
Fuck. Now, well, it's, it's no big deal. Who cares? It's, it's, it's horde. It's, it's <laughs> like, for, for the longest fucking time, I thought it was fucking alien. Uh, what's that fucking twin stick shooter? The, the I mentioned it in the email, alien uh, swarm or alien. Yeah. Fuck. There was three of them. It was like a trilogy. Uh, alien infestation or something. I can't remember, but it was, it was some kind of alien twin stick shooter game. For, for a long time, I was thinking it was that. And I was like, that's not right. Alien Breed. That was it. Alien Breed. Yeah, I wasn't sure what you were thinking of because I'm like, it's, I think it sort of is twin stick shootery. Yeah. I mean, it's twin stick. <laughs> Anywho, yeah. we'll get into that discussion. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week. So it'll be halfway intermission, but also talking about Horde. Uh, and then uh, the week after that, we're going to talk about whatever Matt's choice. We're gonna we're gonna go through. So we have four games. In, uh, in, in thought, well, more than four, but uh, maybe Parasite Eve, maybe one of the Legacy of Kane, uh, series. Uh, fuck, what was the other ones? <laughs> um, Fol- folklore. Folklore, there you go. And Eternal Sonata. Look at that. Yep. See, I remember that one. Uh, so yeah, uh, we don't know what we're going to do with those, but, uh, we will be back. Um, I'm going to wrap a little bit of this up. Uh, I do appreciate everybody listening as always. Um, but if you would like to send me an email, uh, you can send me an email at drew at ztgd.com. You can suggest games to us. Uh, you heard our choices. If you guys would like to suggest one of those, uh, maybe convince us if you want us to play Eternal Sonata, or if you want us to play, you know, one of the Legacy of Kane games, you totally suggest it to us. We'll, uh, we'll, We'll take that into consideration. Uh, and, uh, you can also just, you know, tell us what you thought about other games and stuff like that. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, you can also, um, leave us an iTunes review. It helps us out, gives our name out there a little bit more. Uh, and we will read them on the show. Uh, and you can also follow us all on Twitter. I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. You can also follow the podcast itself at ZTGD Phoenix Down. That's where I post all the new episodes. Um, and I, like I said, I've been trying to get a little bit more active with the, the, the Twitter account itself, asking questions and things like that, trying to get a little bit more out of our listeners and the people who follow us. Uh, and I'm going to try to do more of that next week. But yeah, that's, um, that's pretty much it for us. I hope you enjoyed us talking about road trips and, and TV shows and what we're maybe doing next. Uh, I always enjoy these little intermission shows. But, uh, we will be back next week, um, with kind of a new intermission show, but also talking about the, uh, the, the twin stick shooter, not about aliens, uh, <laughs> horde. So if you guys have it, cause it was free on PlayStation Plus, it's a PS3 game that you can try out just to see how it is. And uh, listen to us talk about it a little bit. Uh, You can. But until then, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And we are out of here. We'll catch you guys next week with our discussion of Horde.